0: Thank you.
1: Well, hello everybody out there. This is Opposing the Matrix. It today is the twenty uh, fifth of of uh, November twenty nineteen. <clears throat> you have uh approximately thirty or twenty nine shopping days until you all go broke for <clears throat> buying presents for your loved ones. Uh uh just kidding around folks. It's 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 an interesting and blessed holiday and uh I just wanted to add a little humor to it because, uh, you know, when we all get to Bills in January, it's uh, it's uh, the shock factor comes back into play all over again. Um, again, this is opposing the, the Matrix. Uh, uh, we have Eric. Hi, Eric. How you doing, buddy?
0: Hey, how you doing, Dave? Nice to have you oh. on the show.
1: Oh, yeah. it's Nice to have you on the show, too. And <laughs> people are probably going, where's Jim? Be nice to have him. Well. Jim, uh, is going to be a little late tonight. He has other obligations. So for the first hour, we'll be, um, hang gliding it away, slip sliding away as, uh, the, uh, Simon and Garfunkel. So i a really good song about that. Um, and if you don't know who Simon and Garfunkel is, well, we probably don't need to get into that. But, um, very good group from back in the 1960s and early 70s and, uh, and, uh, quite, quite good music actually. Um, Eric and I were talking before we got on the air here, uh, about current events. And, uh, since Eric seems to be the one that, uh, looks into the QAnon and, and all the things that are going on out there in the government and, and, uh, the, what's going on with the dark state and everything I was asking what was going on. So Eric, why don't you fill us in a little bit about what, uh, we were just talking about before.
0: So basically, uh, Q had posted, uh, Mentioning Senator Graham, um, bringing actual, uh, criminal charges against the Bidens. So, uh, the day that that was posted, um, within a day or so, I think, uh, he actually brought that, uh, to light that they're gonna request documentation on the Bidens, uh, well, Joe Biden's, uh, son Hunter in regards to the Ukrainian, um, Uh, connection with uh, I'm trying to think here Uh, with the Ukrainian connection to the Clinton Foundation and then um, which also links uh, other politicians children as well such as Pelosi's son uh, I think even Romney's son and there might be a fourth as well but I can't name escapes me at this point so Right. Um, but basically, they're, uh, there's money being funneled through the Clinton Foundation through that energy mm-hmm. company, and that turn, um, they were used in Ukraine as a uh, spying mechanism for the 2016 election, as far as I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and this whole thing runs all the way back up the chain uh, with the Clintons and um, right back to orders being given by uh, Obama himself. So mm-hmm. the big thing now is once, you know, since this has already shifted to a a criminal investigation um, from an impeachment with Trump, once this uh, goes to the Senate, then, um, the Senate will be allowed to actually uh, call people to testify, and uh, I think it'll be very interesting to see who they call to testify. It could very well be the Bidens. You know, a lot of you know these kids or the, the 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 kids of these politicians that earn power uh, is kind of going to be the ricocheting effect, uh, where you know things start to be brought down. Um, in the, you know, our country is going to actually see what's actually been going on. So. Oh boy. Boy, is that going to be a storm? Well, you think about it, the timing of it is perfect. You know, we're going, coming into 2020 mm-hmm. and, uh, this is going to go right through the, uh, right up to the election cycle. So,
1: yeah.
0: uh, you know, it's, it's, it's only going to work in favor of Trump in the end. So. Right.
1: I was looking, you know, we were talking earlier and we were looking up things <coughs> in kind of a uh, mad fashion um, because uh, this uh, the subject we're going to talk about tonight um, has nothing to do with this. But um, it may just have something to do with this when t- all things taken into consideration. But um, it's uh, there's an article in Newsmax, <coughs> Eric, um, and we were talking and about this in the article. Uh, actually, let's see, it was written by a Theodore Bunker. And, um the date that it was posted looks like Tuesday, the 5th of November, 2019, at 12, 12 p.m. Um, it says, Graham, Senate panel should investigate the Biden's. And I'll read it real quick because it's only three paragraphs. And, uh, I'm awake enough now to do that. Coffee's kicked in. Good deal. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm letting out the clutch here. Um, <clears throat> Senator Lindsey Graham, Republican of South Carolina, said Tuesday that the Senate Foreign Relations Committee should investigate for former Vice President Joe Biden and his son over their ties to the Ukraine. Uh, quote, uh, we need to look at whether or not Hunter Biden corruptly engaged in lobbying. Did Joe Biden the prosecutor, <clears throat> ask the prosecutor to be fired because he was investigating his son? End quote. Uh, Graham told Fox News' Laura Ingram in an interview, adding that he hopes that the Senate Foreign Relations Committee Char- Chairman uh, Jim Risch, Republican of Idaho, um, quote, will open up an investigation about the role of the State Department in all this, end quote. Risch did not respond to the Hill's request for a comment. Graham said last month that he would allow the Senate Intelligence Committee to take charge, telling reporters, what I'm trying to do now, quite frankly, is just calm, thing- is calm things is calm things now. Um, Let the Senate uh, Intel Committee and their, excuse me, Uh let the Senate Intel Committee, they are given this task, not me, you know, those two guys who have worked pretty well together, let the uh, Senate do its thing. Um So he's just calling, and, and, and you know, Graham is uh, one of the major senators in, in there, been in there for quite a while, and it's funny, you know, when, when, Remember, remember, Eric, when when the uh, an audience too when uh, Trump was running, uh, seems like uh, Lindsey Graham was one
0: of Trump's opponents. He didn't like Trump at all. <laughs> right. You it actually seems- find on you'll you'll find on Q though. You know they'll have a list of who who the enemies are, who are um, are on our side, or people that have been f- flipped to our side. Right. Uh, and Senator Graham is one that's been flipped mm-hmm. from the camp of the enemy to. Our side, so right, but some, something to just denote, yeah,
1: I think that there there really are, and you know some people might pop me for this one, but. Um, I think there really are senators and and congressmen out there, although they may be a small minority, that really do care about this country and really do care about the people in this country and and want to see justice done. And I think it's awful interesting that now we got people like uh, Romney, whose son is is also involved in this, like you mentioned and what I've read also. Um, So um, what do you think, Eric? Because do you think that there's a possibility that there are senators in the Senate that will – um we'll try to throw a wrench into the works if uh you know romney is obviously one of them do you think there are many more or is the senate do you think pretty much on our side or on the side of what's right
0: i should say oh uh that's hard to quantify i think it's a lot of it i think initially is going to be how the political winds are blowing right um You know, if the people want justice, you know these people aren't going to have no choice but to go along with it, um, regardless of you know whatever agenda they have. Um, Or you know, it's an election year; they risk, um, you know, they show them. Well, they'll they'll probably get voted out anyway, but they definitely don't want to necessarily expose themselves um, during the election cycle if they're trying to get reelected. But Mm -hmm. to be honest, every it seems like every politician, whether that's the House of Representatives or or the Senate, everyone that's ever spoken out against Trump, you know, in their election cycle, they they get eliminated. Um, Mm -hmm. They get voted out or some of them, for whatever reason, you know, step down, which you've actually seen a lot of that with politicians, you know, some that have decided to step down and not run for re uh, reelection or someone's got caught in a scandal. So they're gone. And they had to step down. So right. I just think it's the problems just kind of, kind of sort its way out. So, um, mm-hmm. but I, I think overall, I, my sense is the Senate will go the direction that we desire. They don't have much of a choice because um, most of what, I mean, it's already been shown that, you know, Russia, Russia was a scam. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a hoax. Uh, the impeachment thing has really just been a waste of the taxpayers' money. Um, so, yeah, I think um, in the end, I think the Senate will definitely go our way. Yeah.
1: You know, well, that's good. I hope so. Um, and I and I do think so, too. Um, one of the terms that they've been bannering around, and, you know, we <laughs> – I, I they're, my parents generation they one of the uh things that they had to learn was latin and um so my mother knows what latin is but uh you know we never had a, we had a choice of different languages we could take and uh uh you know latin was not one of them that i i took uh, cuz it wasn't offered but you hear this term quid pro quo thrown around so much you know it's 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 almost like you know after this is over with you ever hear that phrase again you're going to want to slap the first person that says it right. um, but uh, basically it, it means that if you do me a favor i'll do you one and uh you know in in, in simple english terms and that's so that's what they're trying to accuse trump of right know, okay yeah you do this for me and i'll release the money for you um yeah have your your aid and I don't know it's according to who you listen to but basically he never told them they couldn't have it he just said that you know um here's here in other words here's the money and uh while you're at it if, if you wouldn't mind you know would you look into this you know right. the big difference between that and uh you're not getting this until you do this you know which is what quid pro quo is and i can't believe i've said that twice without messing it up <laughs> but uh um So we were talking about impeachment, and uh, you and I were were looking at it um, before the show. And um, so what happens? And and a lot of people that are listening to this are too young or just didn't pay attention during the uh, Clinton impeachment, which was a debacle anyway. Um, I mean, he made a mockery out of the whole process. He really did. But, you know, he and his wife make a mockery out of just about everything. And, uh, sorry, Clintons. Uh, I, folks, if, uh, my car blows up or my brakes fail or something, <laughs> um,
0: <clears throat> or you, uh, you, uh, you know, you commit suicide, but you, you suicided yourself with a shotgun blaster your back, of your head, you know, <laughs> yeah. and you, and you know the Clintons got you. So,
1: <laughs> or, you know, they tried to say, I piloted a plane and, uh, Right and uh by the way you know our our John f kennedy jr is he queuing on that is one of the shows that got has had the most listens to <clears throat> than any of the other ones that we've done on this whole radio show oh really uh, yeah I, I, all the other ones are you know maybe three figures I think that one's into the four four uh four figure uh denomination thing but um so people are really uh interested in that, and they're wondering if it's if it's true and uh I think it is, but, uh, who am I? It's, uh, I guess time will tell. But, uh, anyway, getting back to the impeachment, here's what, what actually happens. Um the process of impeachment is established by the U.S. Constitution. We know that. Uh, the impeachment process must be initiated in the House of Representatives with the passage of a resolution listing the charges or articles of impeachment against the official being impeached. If passed by the House, the articles of impeachment are co- considered by the Senate and in trial presided over by the chief justice of the Supreme Court with 100 senators serving as jury. If the Senate votes in favor of conviction by a two-thirds majority, supermajority vote, which is 67 votes, uh, the Senate will then vote to remove the official from office.
0: Okay. Um, so somehow when they vote to, for impeachment in the House and it goes to the Senate, Somehow when they start investigating, right, mm-hmm. the grounds, that's when they're going to pull all this evidence out. Right. And then start right. calling because <laughs> someone had made a comment, uh, some news anchors like, yeah, it seems like this thing's going to shift from a impeachment inquiry to an indict or uh, to a criminal investigation. Mm hmm. And someone uh, – there's already a reporter that – a couple of reporters that have already made that comment already. Is there- and he says, the Democrats don't realize it's even happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's the trap that's been set. Mm-hmm. It's not a trap. of a deception per se uh, on our part. It's a trap of just being smart in order to uh, deal with the enemy um, right. sure and their shenanigans. But they're well,
1: just you – know, not that I would- hate – Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: Not that I hate to say this, but it's like like they're almost, they're so arrogant that their arrogance, I think, is finally caught up to them. And they're, they're totally running blind, but they don't, they don't realize it. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. I've seen it time and time again. And I'm, I'm involved in an industry where, uh, where, uh, we, we have to watch over people that are, are, are criminally, um, defunct should I say yeah uh or mentally defunct and criminally um, culpable but um it's 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 awful interesting to watch because um people that are in that um situation they usually can't remember or refuse to remember or whatever <clears throat> the things that they've done in the past and they just repeat their things over and over again and um so we we kind of look at those things as uh you know um, I'm trying to think of without getting into specifics, um, what, something that we would watch out for, you know, uh, if a person starts, uh, little things, even, you know, if they start, uh, biting their, their fingernails where they usually don't do that, you know, that, that could be a precursor to somebody decompensating, you know? And, and so these, these people, these, these Democrats, these, um, leftists that are in the government are doing the same thing. You know, you just got to look for things that people do when, when they're, um, what a card player will call it tells you know uh they have a tell um, you know they might scratch their nose if they have a good hand or something and or or something so there's a tip off to know what they're doing and um <clears throat> so just watching them sometimes uh is is quite interesting uh looking for tells and watching like Nancy Pelosi or or um that crazy guy that's up there uh, Adam Schiff Oh, um,
0: Adam Adam Schiff, I ugh. there's so many comments I could make on him, but don't you look, when you look at his eyes, I mean, does he look like a complete, I don't know, how do I want to say it, either he's, like he's been satanically mind-controlled or, you know what I mean? Yeah, he looks Just psychotic ga- to me. <laughs> oh, to- totally, or like someone else is like driving the wheel. Yeah, exactly. Is he sitting up there? Mm -hmm. I mean, I just get the sense when you when you look at him.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's it's like he's uh, responding to internal stimuli. Um, And I'm surprised that he uh, uh, Michael Savage made the comment that he you know, if if we have to get uh, drug tested, you know, to get certain jobs and everything that the Senate and uh, um, the House of Representatives and all other government officials should probably have to take urine and blood tests to see if they're on drugs. And I can only imagine some of the drugs that some of these people are on that so that they can function in a way to to hold public office and and uh to not just decompensate so bad that they they you know you have to bring in the restraints and the uh and the um the hardboard just to to hold them down while you're carrying them out of office you know and if anybody's gonna do that Schiff's gonna do it I'm telling you because he's uh he looks like he's on uh some really heavy drugs or um back when um oh there was there was a song back in uh, it must have been like the 80s or 90s and i can't remember who sang it it was a woman but she sang she's uh, he's she's got betty davis eyes and uh i was looking at uh, nancy pelosi one time and then comparing her picture to that of charlie manson and so i just changed the words to she's got charlie manson eyes and um a lot of these uh, people when you look at them like there's uh, you know, like Nancy Pelosi's look like that before Chuck Schumer's look like that um various actors out of Hollywood you know they uh, they get that buggy eyed uh i could go off at any minute and kill a thousand people uh looking in their right. eyes you know and, yep that's exactly what it is oh my goodness it's it's well it's yeah, not it's... scary but you know it's it's definitely a um uh definitely suspicious let's put it that way so um but uh you know there's 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 criteria that people have in their lives that you and i and everybody else follow and if you follow those criteria and you act like a decent human being then you get along with the rest of society and um and sometimes uh like in um uh, you and I were talking about gravity earlier, you know. Um, you and I know that if you hold a bowling ball close to your stomach and drop it, it's going to fall on your foot. And you're going to be limping around for a while, maybe even in a cast while your foot heals. You know, there's just certain things that you don't do because, you know, they're going to have uh, uh, bad ramifications on your your health or uh, your either mental health or your, your physical health. And um, so you know, with these, these universal laws that are there, uh, we obey them because if we don't, uh, there's, there's going to be trouble. And, um, so, uh, where I was going with that, I have absolutely no idea, but, uh, uh, you and I were, were talking earlier and, um, and, uh, I had, I was sitting at work the other day and, uh. I had a a few extra moments. I was on a break, I do believe. And, um, I was looking at, uh, can't, I, you know, I can't really remember how I saw this. It might've been, uh, a post, a posting on, uh, Facebook. It could have been from a variety of different places. Excuse me. And, um, and there's a little article, uh, posted there kind of, kind of tucked away. (laughs) And, um, it was it was really bizarre because you know you and I and Jim we've been talking about you know physics and alternate universes and CERN and uh, how it could be opening up a portal and and things like that and um, and this article was uh, was it was really strange Eric and and I think we we've covered everything right that we were going to talk about uh, yeah am I, am I jumping
0: the ship or, or not no to ship. we're good let's continue on. on
1: okay yeah um. And, uh, actually, no, there, yeah, it was, it was an article from, <laughs> uh, you got to understand folks, it's, I, I live in Oregon and Oregon is, um, a very, a beautiful place. Okay. And there's a lot of neat people up here, but they're, the, the press up here and the government here are, are totally, um, uh, clueless and brainless and everything else. And, uh, uh, and we have a, a station up in Portland that uh, it's called Fox 12. Okay, so Fox, you think it was affiliated with the Fox Networks, and and uh, you think of Fox News when you hear that, and you think of uh, of an organization that's more conservative than every other one out there, except for maybe Breitbart and um, and a few others. But um, this is one of the most liberal things, and I, and I still don't understand why Fox has an affiliate called Fox twelve because these people are almost like anti Fox or uh definitely anti Christ. But um anyway, so they, they post stuff from time to time online and uh and this article came up and, and usually when I see their 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 articles I just click the big X in the upper right hand corner because they're not even worth reading. And the paper itself, I you know, we get it at work and all it's good for, I would say, would be for wrapping dead fish or lining the bottom of bird cages. Um, but they they came out, everyone's in all these papers come out with something that's kind of interesting. And there's an article and it's, I don't know, maybe take me about three or four minutes to read at that, maybe two minutes. Um but I found it quite interesting, and there's a couple of buzzwords in there, and when I hit them, I'm going to, uh, you know, tell you, hey, this is one of them or something like that. And believe it or not, this is posted by CNN, which is even more bizarre. Not that uh, Fox 12 would quote from them because they do quite often. But um, the the fact that they would post something like this, and then this is another one of those instances where, um, like the left, they do things, but they don't realize what they're doing, okay? Okay. Um, And this was uh, written by a a man named Ryan Pryor. Uh, He's a CNN uh, person. Um, Updated November 23rd, 2019. Posted November 22nd, 2019. Um, And it says a no-brainer, Nobel Prize. Hungarian scientists may have found a fifth force force of nature, which is real interesting. And and Eric, why don't you tell us what the, the first four are? You have that in front of you, right?
0: Uh, let's see here uh, I thought I did here, give me just one second Sure um, Yeah, so there's We're talking about the uh, The four elements of physics That's what you're stating, correct? Right Yeah, so according to this it's um, There's g- Gravitation uh, electromagnet- Electromagnetism mm-hmm. uh, The weak interaction And the strong interaction Okay. i okay.
1: okay, good. I think the I think I just found that new article, but I forgot it, it was in there. <clears throat> um and they show a picture here of um uh, some guys that are standing around something that looks like a Bedini wheel and we can talk about what that is later on, but uh, it says physicist uh, Attila uh Krasna Horke <laughs> Uh, at the right works with a fellow researcher at the Institute of Nuclear Research at the Hungarian Academy of Sciences. So that's where that, this comes out of. But it says essentially the entirety of physics centers around four forces that control our known universe, governing everything from the production of heat in the sun to the way uh, your laptop works. They are gravity, electromagnetic magnet, magnetism. Boy, that's a hard word to say. <laughs> um, The weak nuclear force and the strong nuclear force. Uh, Now research may be leading us closer to one more. Scientists at the Institute for Nuclear Research at the Hungarian Academy of Sciences, and that acronym uh, that they use over there is ATOMKI, A-T-O-M-K-I, have posted findings showing what uh, could be an example that a fifth force is at work. Scientists were closely watching how uh, how an excited helium atom emitted light as it decayed particle split at an unusual angle, 115 degrees, which couldn't be explained by known physics. The study's lead scientist, Attila, I'm not going to try to say that name again, so Mr. Attila, uh, told CNN uh, that uh, this was the second time his team has detected a new particle, which they call X17, that's X-ray, X is an X-ray, 17, because they calculated its mass at 17 mega electron volts. X-17 could be a particle which connects our visible, our visible world with the dark matter. There's one of the first uh, things I want us to remember. Uh, he said in an email. Uh, Jonathan Fang, a professor of physics at an astronomy at the University of California, Irvine, told CNN he's been following the Hungarian team's work for years and believes their research is shaping up to be a game changer. If these results can be replicated, this would be a no-brainer Nobel, Nobel Prize, he said. Uh, Hungarian scientists are building on 2016 results, is a subtitle here. Uh, Three years ago, uh, the Hungarian researchers published a similar paper in the Physical Review Letters, one of the most prestigious journals in physics. The nuclear physics experimental team has been studying another isotope, beryllium-8, as it decays down to its ground state. They saw electrons and positrons splitting off from the atom at unusual angles. Those findings, which uh, showed particles coming off beryllium-8 at around uh, a 140-degree angle, were strange and new. We introduced such a new particle, which somebody, which nobody saw before, and which, uh, in which, in which existence could not be understood by widely accepted standard model of physics, so it faced scrutiny. uh, uh said in a mail. Uh, the findings by Krasna uh, team did get much atten- didn't get much attention at first, but they raised Fang's eyebrows. He said he didn't want to leave potentially revolutionary results just sitting on a table. Uh, another subtitle, uh, a physicist, physicist in California developed a theory to explain the unusual results. In short, it could change physics as we know it, or it could have just been a simple lab error. Some people said they screwed up, Fang said, but he believed the Hungarians were for real. His uh, research group published a paper on the heels of the Hungarians 2016 work laying out a theory to observe what uh experimental team has seen. They referred to this unseen fifth force in action as photophobic, a uh, photophobic force, remember that, uh, meaning that it was as though the particles were afraid of light. Meanwhile, Nuclear physicists uh, around the world are working to look for errors in the Hungarian's work and have come up with empty-handed over the past few years. Some very well nuclear physicists have done that exercise, uh, Fang said. Uh, the numbers seem to add up, and no one could can find their, um, can find ways their equipment was calibrated incorrectly. And Fang said his own team was uh, comparing the Hungarian experiments with other with every other experiment that's been done in the history of physics. The only way to explain X17 was hitherto undetected fifth force. The finding points towards the holy grail of physics. To move their breakthrough idea from 2016 forward, the Hungarians would need to repeat the results again. That's exactly what their 2019 results do. Fang said that there is only one in a trillion chance that the results were caused by anything other than X17 particle. And this new fifth force. He added, uh, if another research group could repeat these results with a third atom, third type of atom, in addition to beryllium and helium, they would blow the cover off this thing. Experimental research groups have already been reaching out to him, (coughs) out to him, hungry to do that. More sightings of the fifth force could lead scientists to setting specific uh, name for it, understanding its working more deeply, and developing developing practical applications to harness his power. They're leading us closer to what's considered the holy grail of physics, which Albert Einstein had aimed at but never achieved. Physicists hope to create a unified field theory, which would coherently explain all the cosmic forces from the formation of galaxies down to the the quirks of quarks. Um, but the universe isn't giving up secrets easy. There's no reason to stop at the fifth. Fang said there could be sixth, seventh, and eighth forces. So, <laughs> Eric, did you notice that the one thing that he said was that, um, that the, uh, here it says they referred to the unseen force in action as photophobic, uh, photophobic force, meaning that it was as though the particles were afraid of light, um, now let's let's jump to a, uh, a biblical look at things. Um, who
0: else is afraid of light? Well, we know that uh, you know demonic entities um, cringe at it, right? Right. Right. Um, any oh, principality, inter- any principality as well, I guess. Um, People living in darkness is another one. Yes, yeah. People that are full of darkness, which usually encompasses dark matter, mm-hmm. um, are they always want to avoid the light? So. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, Where's there scripture? The people that live in darkness have seen a great light. Another scripture talked about. I um, think uh, it says in John uh, chapter one, um, uh, light has come into the world, but the world wanted to live in darkness or something like that. I can't remember right. the exact phrase that's used.
0: Jesus but, is the light of the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yep. So, um, so they found a particle, a, part- a particle, pardon my French. <laughs> that was a really bad mistake. Um, they found a particle that, uh, that runs away from the light. Very interesting. Now, um, you know, you and I and Jim have been looking at CERN and what CERN does and what they're, what we think they're trying to do. And what some of them have even said, they're trying to do. They're trying to open up a gateway to, um, to another un other universes or uh, other dimensions within our own universe.
0: <laughs> right. Either into the parallel, uh, the parallel Earths that exist off of this one. Right. Or to uh, obviously, eventually, and probably open um, a gateway between here and the eternal realm. Um. Mm-hmm where the uh, heaven dwells. And then obviously the, the mechanism in which to unlock the keys to the bottomless pit uh, that imprisoned, you know, you know, the, the gods of old, the fallen angels. Um, Although that fell. Yeah. Before that, that fell. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, and their demonic hybrid offspring. That's, um, Locked in there, but they can kind of be called up and knocked back down again, back and forth. Right. You uh, have yeah, the chain yeah. It kind of locks them in a cycle. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's. I think it's very interesting to note. You know, you you read some of these things and you know, online, and and um, some of them seem to come some, from from some pretty credible sources. But um, um, there was one scientist that supposedly worked there and i don't know the man so i don't know if he ever worked there or not and uh i don't know anybody that knew him but um let's just say give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he did work there and um you know you read you hear you read accounts or hear things on youtube or wherever um of where i think one of them was uh, when they started up CERN uh uh they they saw a field within um a certain part of CERN, and in that field, there's actually a face looking back at them, uh, which I think is really freaky, and would want me to turn that thing off and never start it up again. <laughs> but um, and then uh, for a really wild one, and I'm, I'm I'm paraphrasing here wildly because I can't remember the story that well, but uh, it's this is uh, the basic premise is that uh, they they wanted to start the thing up and run it at a certain level. And, uh, you know, they have criteria for how much they want to run it up because if they run it up any past their, their criteria, um, it's, it's possible that things could happen. Uh, you know, they could damage the machine, um, they could start a reaction that they don't know anything about and not know how to stop it. Or, um, you know, they can bring something around that, uh, we don't want around. But anyway, um supposedly uh during one of these tests uh there was there was a lady that was running it lady scientist and they pushed it you know pretty close to its its maximum um that that's allowable um under their their stringent rules and uh you know things started to get kind of weird around there they could feel presences around them and and, uh, so you know, this woman was, I don't know what she was thinking about. She, she just, oh turn it up more, you know? And I guess some of the scientists protested, no, we're not supposed to do that. I don't care. Do it anyway. I'm running this thing, you know? And they did. And, uh, they said that, uh, the place went dark, uh, you know, like they lost all the electricity or whatever. And, uh, all of a sudden they heard a scream and when they lights came back on, she was gone. So, um, whether she got taken into, uh, another universe or sucked down into hell or whatever, you know, um, obviously she wasn't there anymore. And, um, have you ever seen that video about that? Uh, let's go a little history before I ask you that question. Um, <clears throat> right about the time CERN was starting up, they were also finishing another project called the, um, it's a tunnel, um, and, you know, most tunnels will will go through a mountain sort of at the top or near the top. Um, but this tunnel, um, and I can for life I even remember the name of this tunnel, the Gerhard or something like that tunnel. Gotham. The Gotham Tunnel. Um, and so it's, it's more down at the bottom of the mountain. So they really had to go through a lot of rock and stuff to get from one end to the other. And um, <clears throat> it's Gothard, I believe. Okay, yeah. Um, so anyway... Um, They had the most bizarre ritual when they, when they started the, uh, or when they opened up that tunnel, um, to initiate it. And it was, oh,
0: I remember that. that, I did. In fact, Jim had a video posted of that whole, whole thing. And he was describing every, pretty much every action that they were doing, uh, in that ceremony. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they had, you know, basically what looked like a portal and then they had people with goats heads on, you know, and then they had kind of women that were kind of, uh, flailing around in silhouette, I think as well as some other things as well. Um, right. But it was very, you know, to the untrained eye, it was, it would just look bizarre, you know, like what, What is going on here? Um, One of the things that
1: he brought up um, that I thought was interesting is that, uh, well, everything was interesting. But, um, you know, he talks about um, uh, the process of, uh, you know, when you cast a demon out, it it roams dark places. And um, you can actually cast them back down to the pit. Yes. um, And he said that uh, there's one word that's used in Scripture that's misinterpreted. And that it means that what it's like, it's a chain, um, that they can actually climb back out of that and, and do their activity and then be cast back down and then come back. Well, in that, um, in that ceremony, it actually had what looked like demonic figures climbing ropes or chains trying to get out of hell. Yep. Like, wow, man, talk about, you know, that and what Jim said. I'm like, that's amazing. You know, and, and. Oh, it was just it was the most bizarre thing. It had humans that looked like they were uh, uh, slaves to demons. Yep. Um Oh, it was incredible. And then they had a bunch. Of, I guess you had to be invited to it. There was dignitaries there, and I don't know who snuck out the video, but it was it was totally bizarre. And
0: um, well, the, the, in my opinion, they're they're about at the point where they don't. Um, they're almost beyond wanting to conceal conceal this now uh, it's more of a revealing at this point right because uh, you know as far as their plan goes they're we're about to the end game um, for its initiation so right I don't think I don't think they care at this point to conceal that type of thing anymore they don't have to mm-hmm. Um guess this is their um, well their only what they believe to be their only hope Um right against god which won't work it's not gonna work that's right
1: you know i um the uh jim had uh mentioned several years ago that um um what he was what he believed and i still think he does believe this is that um you know and you and i agree with him about time travel that it's possible and and he believes that um the reason why they're so arrogant um, is that because they have been able to go through the future to a certain point and not past that, because past that point is when, um, when God will take that. Oh goodness. I wanted to read that to you. Um, I got another version of the Bible that was written in the Aramaic. And, um, I can, I think I can remember it well enough, but anyway, um, because uh, t- God's going to spend time after a while. And, uh, and that's, uh, just p- between the six and the seventh trumpet in revelation, I believe it's chapter nine or 10. And, uh, so they've only been able to go to that point. And so they believe they're victorious because at that point, you know, the, the antichrist is on the throne, uh, the temple and proclaiming himself to be God and things like that. And, um, uh, that's all they've seen, so they think they've been victorious, but right. they haven't seen to the end of the book <laughs> um now this this oh i, I found you know barbara and i we we go out to um we go out to some places where they sell used items uh, goodwill um so another one's called Saint Vincent de Paul out here. Yeah, um, and things like that, and and we find books there that sometimes we're like, wow, why did somebody get rid of this book? This is fantastic. Well, I think it was for fifteen dollars. I picked up a version of the Bible that's uh, that's written in Assyriac, which is taken from the um, uh, the Aramaic. It was a Bible that was used in uh, in the Eastern Mediterranean uh, for a long yeah. time. Yeah, and you know everybody.
0: Is that spoke the is that, is that the Peshitta? yeah it's a yeah it's it's a yeah exactly i might I, I might not be saying that quite correctly
1: i think you're i think you're pretty right on with it um but when you read that scripture because i think in the king james it says "And the angel said time will be no more but in the version that i, I just picked up it says time will be suspended and i'm like <laughs> okay there it is right there there it yeah. is you know and um uh, that's why I think it's very important that, you know, we read the King James. Uh, uh, I, I really don't read other uh, English versions um, uh, because uh, anything that's copywritten means that it could have been changed. Yeah. You know? And the King, here's another factoid for you. The King James version in the United States is public domain, but in uh, in Great Britain and in all the, the crown uh, lands uh, like uh, Australia and and, uh, and other places like that. The, uh, the King James is actually copywritten to the, to the, uh, monarchy, to the, right, uh, the English monarchy, which I never knew before. And that took yeah. 60 years to figure out. But, um, uh, so anyway, you know, I, I, I like to read that version, but sometimes, you know, you, you have to, um, look at word meanings and, and, uh, and also, uh, the context of the scripture that's being used in. And, uh, when you read, when I read time will be no longer, okay, well, that to me could also mean that, you know, God said, okay, that's it. Time's up. I'm coming back, you know. And it does mean that in an essence, you know, in the, in the ultimate way of things. But in this particular case, it means that it's going to be suspended. Time is going to be suspended. And, boy, is that going to be an interesting time. And I'm glad that we're not going to be around for that. Or I don't think so anyway because uh, that's going to be during the time of the um, – uh when uh when God tests the people of the earth <laughs> and uh we're not the people of the earth, we're the the people of the Lord and I I do think we will not be here at that time and that's another discussion for another day I guess where a lot of people are concerned but um so you know we really gotta be careful we have to we have to study the word, uh show thyself study to show thyself approved. You know, a person not ashamed to to engage in uh talk about the scriptures. Um Anyway, I think you were going to say something. I think I might have run over you there. I apologize.
0: Oh no, I was just going to say I, you know, I, I, I take a little bit, maybe a slightly different stance on, um, on Bible translations in general. I, um, I've kind of always found that um, reading a couple different translations gives you a little bit better rounded perspective because I, I always think to some degree um there's always sometimes a little bit of a slant um mm-hmm. in uh translations to you know prove certain doctrinal positions and stuff like that sure. um and i and i don't think you know personally i don't think the king james is exempt from that right personally yeah. mm-hmm. so but i you know i don't mind reading that and then reading a couple other ones like even like you know the syriac um uh, Bible you mentioned is right. a good one. Mm-hmm. There was a few things in there that I think I found at one time that I thought were very, very interesting. So um, there's something to be gleaned off um, looking at multiple translations. But don't get me wrong, there's definitely some translations that are just really, really bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to some degree, there's always some slight um, agenda to some of these translations, especially the ones that are copyrighted. Right. So, right. Um, but you know, as long as you can do word studies and stuff like that, that can, that can help uh, mitigate a, a lot of that uh, if you That's run right. into that. So. Yeah,
1: you know, you know, because when I first got saved, I didn't know any better, and all, all our whole church was using the yeah. NIV. Yeah. Um. Now I call it the nearly infallible version. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, back then, you know, I, I, I gleaned a lot of stuff, and I read that. Through yeah. three times, you know,
0: there are some times where I, a dynamic equivalent uh, Bible like the NIV in some instances is nice for clarification. Sometimes it's a little easier to understand right. uh, certain passages. And then it's obviously there's some areas where, yeah, they obviously didn't get it right, you know, trying to do it in the way that they were trying to do it, you know, sure. um, but. So, yeah, there's always a little bit of an agenda there. So um, I just I get real I get a little nervous when people hold up one particular translation as you just got to use this. You can't use anything else. Um, If you do, then it's, you know, it's of the devil, uh, you know, or you're not saved or uh, and I'm probably referring more to maybe the concept of King James only only ism yeah. uh, which yeah because yeah. you're almost holding up uh the book as an idol at that point that's very um, true. so i um not knocking the king james at all so i think people should have it as you know a translation to hang on to and read from uh along with others so mm-hmm. um but there's there's some bad ones out there like the you know the message bible oh, uh, yeah yeah yeah, that's pretty horrendous, and there's a few others as well. Good news for um, modern man. Yeah, yeah. I usually gravitate to, um, you know, um, I'll keep a King James, but then I'll, I, I have an ES, ESV mm-hmm. Bible, right? Uh, and then uh, I think the other one that's pretty good is, um, you know, N A S B. I think. Right. Um. Right. But uh, yeah, so.
1: Yeah, I I like the sefer version too because it uses the the original namings and everything like that. But um you know, then you can go down that path too where you know, oh, you have to use the Hebrew words. Well, no, not really. No. Because if you're using a word that describes what, you know, uh if I'm if the Bible says, uh, you know, the apple of my eye, I'm not going to you know, I'm not going to argue that that's what what the scripture says, you know. Um, right. And I'm not going to say, oh, well, use the Hebrew word for apple or something like that, you know, but it, when apple's a perfectly good word to use. So, um, yeah, people do tend to go down different roads or different avenues that uh, I was told when I wrote uh, holy Communion, I was told by the publisher at the time that um, I might want to consider using all the scriptures in King James because the Southwest Radio Church um, was very interested in the book, but they would not, have anything to do with it unless they use King James only.
0: Yeah, and, um, that's too bad. Yeah, exactly. really yeah. kind of short-sighted on their part, but uh, well, I, I just, I, you know, I just, I, thing. yeah, yeah, it is. But honestly, I just, I, you know, I went through a time, you know, really evaluating translate translations and. I, there was no time where I came to the firm conclusion that I had to use just this one translation above all the others and, all, you know, all the others have to be squashed. Um, I just it's just it's just something that's not even worth being um, divided over. Agreed. As a, as a people. Yeah. It's just um, it's just one more thing not to be divided by, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's kind of like it reminds me of an analogy of when my my mother used to make meatloaf and I saw her putting onions in it. And back then I was crazy and I didn't like onions. Um, But, uh you know, my mother always said, well, it gives it flavor, you know, and, and you don't see them, do you? You don't, you know, but, you know, I was adamant, you know, oh, I'm not going to eat that if it's got onions in it and peppers, forget it, Um, you know but um uh, and she was right you know it was the 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 onions did add flavor and you know when when they're cooked into the meat and everything's processed you really don't even taste the onions so um you know we need we need to take more of an approach like that i mean unless it's i mean if she was putting like um uh arsenic in it or something like that of <laughs> course i'm not going to eat it you know but uh
0: well that's pretty extreme
1: yeah <laughs> this is, this is i think of right at the moment you know right but um so anyway you know we got to we got to just pay, what did jesus say uh, be wise as serpents but as gentle as doves you know yes and, uh just uh research things and and uh try to be right the first time and uh and admit that you're wrong and and try to correct it if uh if you are you know it's uh it's called humility i guess is what the scripture calls that and that's what we're supposed to be anyway so Um, but getting back to this, uh, this new, now, um, Jim has, has quite a a lot of interesting, um, uh, thoughts about, you know, multiverses and stuff like that. And, and I can see that and I understand a lot of what he's saying. Part of me doesn't understand it and, um, everything that he's saying, you know, um, but for, you know, I do believe that, uh, you know, we, we can create our own realities, um, and if, if we go to do something like, um, oh, okay, here's a good example. Uh, <clears throat> let's say one day I decide to call in sick to work. And, uh, now it's probably, you know, I'm sick and I should stay home. Um, but let's just say one day I'm playing hooky and I call in sick and, I I, re, I pick up the uh or I pick up my or get on the news on the computer or on the TV <clears throat> and find out that uh at approximately 5:30 in the in the morning uh, there was a bad accident where I would have been at that time at 5:30 in the morning you know um, I actually changed what could have been the result of uh, me being at the wrong place at the wrong time. And so, you know, that one, one reality would have been me, the possibility of me, uh, perishing in a, a fiery, twisted wreck of metal. And the other one was me, uh, just feeling the urge to stay home and, and not go to work. You know? Um, so that's, you know, that's kind of a way I kind of look at it, uh, uh, how we can change things. And, you know, there's, there's many other applications where, um, Things can go in many different directions, but our our um, our actions change those those things, and uh, uh, and we can change them in the, in the lives of other people too. Because the person could be uh, hell bent on going to uh, the Hades after he dies, but if he comes at, at you or to you, excuse me, at the right time, uh, at God's timing, for him to come to you, and he asks the right questions and you give the right answers, then he can turn around and change his whole course, right? Right. Yeah. So it's, um, you know, I, I do understand all that stuff. But um, I do understand also that, you know, there are places we're not supposed to go. And I think that um, uh, CERN is one place we shouldn't be going. But at the same time, you got to admit that if CERN has a purpose to open up that bottomless pit, then um, it's serving its purpose to bring around the return of Jesus. So to speak, or yes. to be an event that'll lead to the return of Jesus, you know. So it's, um, man, it's, when you think about it, you know, I know a lot of people don't think about these things. Uh, a lot of people aren't like me, you and Jim, and a lot of the audience, you know, they, they just wake up and go to work and then maybe come home and have a beer and, and, uh, and just, uh, just relax when they get home and stuff like that. But, uh, it looks like Jim's trying to call in, so. <clears throat> I don't oh, think he is... can call into our call. We have to invite
0: No, he him, can't. Right? Um, Should I decline it? and Then we can... Yeah. Why don't you just yeah. decline it, and I'll actually bring him. I'll bring okay. him in.
1: Okay. Folks, uh, Jim looks like Jim's going to be coming into our conversation. So... um,
0: Let's see here. I'll try to add him on.
2: Wait
1: a second while Eric's adding him in. And uh, <clears throat> maybe we can try to catch him up to speed. No. Shows he's going to
2: up to speed? Yeah. yeah. I need to to no, speed. what
1: we're talking about.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Boy,
1: oh, your got name. To... Y'all gonna get you really paranoid until your names come up a lot in this conversation,
2: pal. <laughs> oh, I knew my ears were ringing, man. But you know. No, I got. I got to tell you something. Um, the Steve. Steve Shaper. Uh huh. Man, awesome guy. He is just. We got to get him on our program sometime. This guy is reminds me so much. He's got a heart like David, man. Dave oh, Flynn. Cool. I mean, oh yeah. This it was a great show. Um, why don't you tell us what it was about? Um, mainly about the museum. You know, a grand opening and, and, and kinda you know, just a lot of general stuff first and then, you know, about me and what I'm doing and everything, and then uh it kind of segued into what I'm doing now. So I explained about Roswell and, you know, our days there and um so huh. but it ended up with you know what what we're gonna be doing at the museum. So it's kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, we were just um, we talked about a lot of things. We uh, here we talked about uh, that that new uh, X was an X17. Um, the, you know the um, the fifth possibly fifth uh, form of uh, physics. Oh
2: yeah yeah uh, the fifth element. Oh. Yeah
1: yeah so uh, anyway you know you've read that article. What do you think, Jim?
2: Boy, I'll tell you, you know, it's it's interesting. It's something to continue following and watching because, uh, you know, it's – of course, you know, I, I believe they'll put a spin on it, you know, that that takes it away from God's sovereignty or, you know, his perspective. But um, absolutely, I, like you like you had pointed out, the thing that blows my mind, they seem to be afraid of the light. Bingo. Yep. Oh yep. my gosh! Bingo, right there, man. Come on, hello. Um,
0: <laughs> hello, McFly. Yeah,
2: exactly. Incredible, man. It totally incredible. I mean, the more and more they, this is why the Bible is so awesome. It fills in the gaps. It has all the answers, balanced answers to everything that everybody's, you know, speculating about. And that's that's one of the things I try to say about the museum is that 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 it's on the premise that the Bible has the total answer for everything. And so there are no mysteries. If we seek the word and rightly divided and understand how to do that, we can, and, and above all, we have God in control of our Bible study so that his Holy Spirit's leading us and guiding us in the study so that we're getting the logos and the rima working together. We're going to get answers that no one else has. Because we're willing to let God show us the answers. We're having the confidence that God has the answer to everything. There's no mysteries. There's no unsolved, undetermined things that are going on. Mm-hmm. And we have access to all of it now in these last days. So let's expect it. Not, it's a mystery, my son. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know because you stopped looking, didn't you? Uh-huh. Let's keep looking. Let's find out what the answer is. This threat, this is a threat to our faith. God wants to put us on a Uh, firm foundation he doesn't want to leave us as orphans without any answers he wants us to give us all the answers so let's expect them Mm -hmm. and let's have ears and eyes and heart open to to find them right so i mean and so that's the premise of the museum but it's in a way that i guess what the problem is is how do you tell people doom and gloom and overwhelming plot and plans from the enemy And do it in a way that they're going to accept it. How do you do it with three different generations that perceive everything totally different from one another? So how do you make it diversified enough to captivate their interest? Well, you know what? People like to be entertained while they're being informed. So if you can't entertain them and then know how to entertain them on all three levels of a baby boomer, a Gen X, and a millennial. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know what do you call the the one after the millennials, the, the uh Omega generation?
0: <laughs> yeah, Omega, so that's what we
2: call them. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, well it's has to be what it is, man. Um you know, so I think the Lord has shown me how to do it. And he's been and he he did it by task by task, and has rewritten and overruled my ideas and put it in a way that I'm going, Wow, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't think of that. Uh, you know, he's kind of done an anti-Jim. Jim can get too detailed and explain everything, you know, 40 years of uh, of detailed information and try to condense it into a 10-minute conversation. And usually, you know, that kind of pops everybody's noodle because that's not humanly possible. So the Lord's done it in the opposite way where he can take the 40 years, and make it so simple that by word pictures and by hands-on, dealing with things, he can take something very complicated and make it very simple to understand. And so that's what the museum has accomplished. And I had to be overruled in my natural ways in order to have that done. And I'm glad that he did. It's better to be more effective and explain and communicate on a diversified level to everybody than it is to lose some, gain others, whatnot. So, I mean, God's done through me what would be impossible for me to be able to do Mm-hmm. so I'm standing back kind of like you know sometimes when you're ministering and you're under the anointing of the Holy Spirit and you realize man I should be taking notes on this this is really good stuff man mm-hmm. you know I mean that's happened to us all and that's kind of like what I'm going through you know with the museum thing but oh that's man that's a mind blower though uh, just like the other thing that you come up with too with the um, uh, let's see what was that one that was uh, with the paperclip scientists Remember you sent me that one thing I and I can't remember what all of it is. I'm having a fuzzy senior moment. Yeah, well, I'm having it too. You <laughs> <Can't remember. laughs> forgot it. Oh man. And I, I, that's okay. That's okay. I kept that one because I wanted to refer back to it. I wonder if I still have it on my. Nah, I probably don't. Kept I turning did. this on.
1: Yeah, Eric, I think that the three of us should should look into the five eye wheels of Satan and the. The now five uh, forces of uh, physics, because if you look at gravity, uh, gravity, gravity—he was he was cast out of heaven. That to me is gravity, because he fell to earth, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he wants to ascend to heaven. So that's anti-gravity. And I'm trying to I'm trying to bounce between scriptures here to see if there's a
2: well um, where it says he ascends into heaven. It, that Hebrew word um, there is—it's rather unique, and it's ascending by the idea of a death and resurrection. Uh huh. That's what it actually is meaning—ascension into heaven. He is doing the same but opposite of Christ. hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that tells you part of the plan right there. But you know, but so on all three levels, you know, he's he's already described as the and power of the air which is the atmosphere around this earth so he controls you know as he told jesus i will give you all these kingdoms so in pinocchio world that's exactly what he's doing he's got a certain authority over this world that isn't even real but could be real so if he could get the um jesus to submit to that authority in his unreal world boy then he thinks he's but that just shows how insane he is as if jesus would ever do that what it?
0: He also doesn't have all the Infinity Stones.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go, Al. You know, you've got. He's that only right.
0: got nine, so. Yep. He's only he got nine. And, three. You need,
2: and you need twelve, and the three that he doesn't have, he'll never
0: have because he's. Right. Yep, it just ain't
2: going to happen. It's like having, um, it's like having a um recipe with the three main parts of the recipe gone. Well, you, it doesn't work that way. So yep, and that's again. You know, it's a simple thing that can be explained simple, and that's going to be in the museum, too. So it it doesn't have to be difficult. It can be very simple. And uh, mm-hmm. I think I, we got into a little bit on this other radio program I was explaining about the Giants, and I think I probably got a little more detail than I should have. You know, I should have kept it simpler, but. I made my point. And then, think, of course, a lot
1: of times uh, we, we think that people know about this. So we, we get into the, the meat and potatoes before we serve yeah. the salad. <laughs>
0: right. you know? Yeah. Very I've true. I've done
1: that many times myself.
0: Yeah. Whoops. Yeah.
2: Well, and that's what I think. That's where I think that hopefully that the Lord has overruled me in the museum where I've kept a lot of things very simple and brief. Uh, and and it's on different layers. So it's like, okay, here's this. here's the simple gist of it. Um I still gotta get a couple of um DVD players. One of these little I paid only like forty-five dollars for this little DVD with about a five-inch screen. They're really nice. I can put one on each wall, and then so each wall will have a brief synopsis of everything you see on there. It's like giving you the quick and short in like five minutes. Mm-hmm. So then if you're more interested, you can go to the library and you can get either sci-fi movies that pertain to them or you can get my dvds or you can get a combination of everybody's dvds and um uh, books sign them out as a a library or if you want to you know watch them right here right now we can go into the office you can watch it on the big screen tv right Uh, you know it's just a lot of different variables within the museum to minister to everybody's needs depending on what they want and how much they want of it Mm-hmm. And on their own time or whatever. So I think this is going to work out really, really quite well. There'll be different levels. Whatever a person's into, you want to go deep, you can go deep. You want to stay, you know, light and fluffy, you can stay light and fluffy. Sounds like a but, restaurant. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Well, you know, spiritual restaurant, I guess. You know, yeah, eat yeah. what's fun. You, you,
1: you want the meat what's or do you want the light and fluffy? I love yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Oh, there's some kind of correlation here, Jim, though, between the five I wills and these five, these five uh, forces of.
2: uh, You might. Yeah, you might be out of something. It's something worth uh, checking into. I think we should. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Well, time to pull out the old uh, uh, concordance and and everything else and start looking at words. So. Oh.
2: And, you know, and and in the context of everything that's going on, you know, the two movies that I've been waiting for. One, I've been waiting for four years to see the uh, the sequel to Iron Skies. Yeah. And I
0: I started watching that, Jim. I just I'm only about 20 or 25 minutes into it. So
2: it's it's weird. It's a weird comedy.
0: Yeah, it is very bizarre.
2: Now, I don't know about the. Did you notice the one guy that says, I, I wear my lucky shirt, it's red? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and anybody's a Trekkie. So I don't right. know, I mean, you know, like, is that something, did you catch
0: that? I mean. Well, yeah, I, I kind of did. So I'm guessing that he dies at some point in the movie.
2: Mm, no. 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 Well,
0: yeah, well does he, don't don't the yeah, red shirts no, no, always guy, die? Guy. Die in tar- well, Star Trek? It, it does. Except yeah, for they Scotty. do. But Scotty never. did. Yeah, that's true. Scotty yeah. didn't Scotty die. Scotty
2: never did because Actually, well, he did I one don't,
0: episode. They
1: brought
2: him back to he,
0: life
1: though.
2: Yeah. I was going to say I don't think Scotty ever went on. Did he ever go on a landing party though? He was always yeah, the guy who
0: was usually the landing party with the red shirts, so it's an automatic. Uh, they're dead. Yeah, that's
2: yeah. true. That's red shirts true. always dead, but but he never went. He was the one controlling the you know beam me up, Scotty kind of a thing.
0: That's true. Yeah. Uh-huh. So
2: he never went, but but yeah, the red shirts. Anybody that's wearing a red shirt that goes on to uh to a landing party, oh, he's a dead guy. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> they they did a parody. What was that one on? Oh, um, Vision Quest or something like that. There was a movie, and oh no, I'm Healthy wearing a quest. shirt. Yeah. Galaxy Quest, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm wearing a red shirt. Oh my gosh, that must mean I'm gonna die. Do I have to go? <laughs> Can I stay here.
0: <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah, but
2: uh, now the other one. Um, so you know, I mean, I mean, so you have that one with the whole Hollow Earth thing, and then the other one that I've been waiting for was the the final season of Men um, in the High Castle, which is about you know, it started out on a what if movie. What if the the Nazis had developed the atomic bomb and bombed Washington, and what would the world look like with uh, with the United States of America being defeated by Nazi Germany, taken over, and the Japanese taking the West Coast? You know, so they did a very good job of showing how the the different cultures actually merged together, and they're forever changed because of that merger. But boy. Um, It takes off in the third season. All of a sudden, these films that people were getting of showing a different reality where it was our reality where we won the war. And it was encouraging them to rebel and, you know, maybe they could have a hope for a change and everything. Anyways, long story short, the last season gets into uh, dimensional travel, the Nazis into, you know, hey, we're not going to just take over this world. We're going to take over all the alternate worlds from everywhere. And grab their technology and everything so now they're you know it just spreads it but in the context of everything else that's going on things that we're doing things that the lord's trying to lead us to dig deeper on this all fits together you know so it's like wow that's just really crazy wild now none of that happened the way i thought it would it's totally or somebody had told me i think it was their own imagination or hoping what they thought would was going to happen but I don't want to spoil up you guys in case you ever do want to watch that series. But uh,
0: I have been watching it, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not up to season four yet. But
2: yeah, it's it's a lot. I mean, because there's a lot involved there, so um, it might take you a year to binge watch it, unless you're gonna, you know, really do some serious binge watching. But I don't think with four kids, you got time to binge watch <laughs> too much like that. Yeah,
0: it's pretty hard. I I try when <laughs> I can, but, yeah. <coughs> but
2: wow.
1: Yeah, we're yeah, planning on your- watching that White the High Castle thing. I keep wanting to call it White Castle?
2: White Castle. Oh, that you know, you don't have White Castles over
0: there on your end of the university. No, but I grew up on them. Yeah, yeah. Dearly. We don't, we don't, we don't have them here either. So.
2: Oh my gosh, how do you guys live without White Castle? Mm-mm. I don't know. I heard they have well, them in well, Las Vegas. So I but... actually help a lot healthier, probably. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're like pure grease burgers, man. They are yeah, but you gut. know
1: what? I'd rather die with a smile on my face than...
2: than <laughs> you know, well, mine is like that commercial. I, I don't always eat fast food, but when I do, I grab the worst. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
0: clears throat> is that the truth? <laughs> well, I just noticed, you know, with you know myself cutting back with sugar, I've just noticed, like, if I tried to... Try to eat a, you know, like a McDonald's um, cheeseburger. When I bite into Ooh. it now, um, I, the bun tastes like you're 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 biting into plastic. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I think I think the, the the issue is is I think most people get so used to consuming sugar that that's what they use to mask the taste of it a bit. Uh-huh. You know, in order to okay. make it consumable. But I think if you're not if you wean yourself off of it and then try to eat something like that, you can you can tell the difference. Well, it's yeah, like I the know. illusion the illusion I, comes I, down.
1: And then you know you if you taste the hamburger itself, it tastes like a
0: salt block. It does well it does. Yes, it does. Exactly.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's so much salt. Uh, you know, I for some reason whatever McDonald's Burgers are. I can't even eat them. I don't. I hate them. I don't. I won't eat them.
0: Well, um, Burger King's I, got that, like that Impossible Whopper, which is basically some kind of.
2: You know, I was going to try it, and then somebody said something about the.
0: Is it a is it a GMO Franken food?
2: Probably. I probably I wouldn't doubt it. <sighs> uh, um. I don't know though. I thought they were claiming that it was non-GMO. Come to think of it.
0: Yeah, but how do you make plant-based something look like a burger patty well, and taste like it?
2: I've eaten, I've eaten some plant-based um, sausages, Italian sausage, and they taste pretty good. I've, I've adapted myself. I mean, they taste pretty good only because I've convinced myself that they taste pretty good. Yeah. I don't have any other alternatives, so you know, eh, it's not that bad.
0: Oh, All right. Like eating
1: uh pineapple and ba- and Canadian bacon pizza. That, that should
2: be abolished
0: from the face of the earth.
2: Now there are some things that should be, you know, an abomination, and that's one. I'm sorry say
0: that abomination. I'm sorry. Abomination
2: unto the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, unto me anyway. But I mean, yeah. it's just things that, you know, pizza. Pizza means it's got to have pepperoni. It's got to have cheese. It's got to have mushrooms and pizza sauce. Right. You can have anything extra, you know. I mean, I mean, like I like black olives and and peppers and stuff like that onions but not pine don't put fruit on my that's an abomination you don't put fruit on a pizza that's right don't know no, that doesn't go one
1: of those foods from another uh, another parallel universe or
2: something. i think so i work its, its way in
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah fruity yeah fruity pebbles uh pizza yeah no thank you <laughs> no no, no.
1: Uh, Maybe I've heard dessert pizza.
2: uh, Yeah, you know. Yeah.
1: My goodness. What is this world coming to? The end. I know. I know. The
2: The end. end, Yeah. The end. (laughs) The ultimate. Oh, I'm going to use this. Uh, Did I get that from one of you guys? I think I did. The ultimate global warming.
1: Well, is that, you know, you're talking about a nuclear explosion or something?
2: No, the ultimate global warming is when when, um, this Pinocchio world turns into the lake of fire. Oh, yeah, Uh uh-huh. There's your ultimate global warming. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Oh, they were right after all, I guess.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think we should start a website called Calling Al Gore, Calling Al Gore. Um, Because the weather's getting colder if it's getting anything. You know, yeah. and it's, um You know, they they always use oh, it's it's the hottest summer in India ever. <clears throat> well, India is pretty darn close, if I'm not mistaken, especially southern India to the um, the equator, where it's a lot closer than a lot of places in the United States are. Let's yeah. put it that way. And um, what people don't realize is that when when the Earth when it's winter in the northern hemisphere, it's, it's summer in the southern hemisphere, and the Earth is about 4 or 5 million miles closer to the sun than it is when we're having a summer here. Exactly. Yep. And if you're 4 mi- million miles closer to a <clears throat> n- nuclear furnace, yes, it is going to be hotter. You know. <laughs> and, and also with with tides and currents and everything else, it's going to move that heat up to the northern hemisphere. It's just a natural occurrence because b- both um in both uh, the great oceans, the Atlantic and the Pacific, the currents um, they they operate in, uh, in uh, contrary to one another. I think in the north they move um, uh, in a clockwise manner, In the south they move in a counterclockwise manner. So at the equator, one is going to meet the other, and so, and one's going to take the characteristics of the other and vice versa. And yes, it's going to bring warmer weather <laughs> in the in the cooler months to the to the northern hemisphere. I'm sorry, you know, you don't have to be a caveman to figure this stuff out, you know, and um, I don't know, I just, sometimes I just have a hard time, well, you know, trying to figure out the liberal mind is, is you know, is fruitless, it's, yep. you know, it's, I don't know, but um, anyway, it's like trying to figure out the flat earth, you know, it's it's just impossible, and and it's it's best to just let those who believe in it believe in it, and then just as long as they're not trying to teach my kids or grandkids about it, that's fine. Yeah. You know. But um, anyway.
2: Did you have you guys talked about what's going on with Netanyahu?
0: No, we. Didn't, yeah, as a matter of I. Fact. You know, we did. No, uh, it sounded like he was being. Implicated. Oh, they're doing.
2: Oh, they're doing they are a, doing.
1: A Trump to him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And, and it's insane what they're doing to him. I mean, it's no coincidence. Why is it that the two main people that God is going to use, you know, in these last days are being blasted the way they're being blasted? I mean, my gosh, he is up for criminal charges. He could go spend the rest of his life in prison. Uh huh. And they got it based on the fact that he has um, given preferential treatment, quid pro quo, to um, different international uh uh, peoples, uh, uh-huh. in, in promoting his agenda. It's like, are you guys serious? Are you guys just, uh, as your liberals, just as rabid over there as they are over here? Oh, My God, more it's so. insane. Yeah, I mean, more that's so. called that's called politics. Uh-huh. That's what politics is all about. And, be, and, and I understand a certain amount of that because I understand business. When you're in business, you have to make deals with People that maybe you don't necessarily agree with, but if you can make a symbiotic deal where your agenda to promote your business or your company, uh, makes it stronger and better, and you can do it without compromising the integrity of your company. That's what symbiotic means. They're getting, they're getting a benefit. You're getting a benefit without any compromise on your moral integrity or whatever. Then that's what you do. That's what politics is all about. Right. And to right. try to pervert that and say, well, see, we can prove that he's, you know, he's done this. Yeah. Well, you can prove that every politician in any country, and any government is all oh, that's the way you get things done. Right. That's just politics. Mm-hmm. Um, but how they can turn evil good and good evil. I mean, this is what we're seeing right now. So. Of course, you know, you get the uh replacement theology people. Oh, man, they're just chomping at the bit on this one. See, I told you that, darn Jews. It's they, They're the ones that are doing this. It's a global, you know, Jewish conspiracy. Oh, gosh, come on. We heard this one before. And we got to go through this again with you. And now with people that claim to be born-again Christians, are you guys serious? Uh, a reset's coming. We got to have this reset. My goodness. Yeah. Uh, and here's the interesting thing. I didn't know this, guys, but did you know that 2020 is a leap year.
0: I didn't realize that.
2: It's a leap year. And 2020. Man, we're we're in a matrix. You can't make this stuff up. It's funny. God has such a great sense of humor. 2020 is perfect vision. And this is going to be a year that we leap into reality, into God's grace, into his power with clarity. Of understanding, I'm excited. This yeah. is just too cool. This is just way too cool. So when everybody else is panicking, could this be the end? Could Trump, Trump ain't going nowhere. Netanyahu, relax, man. God's got your back. Right. You're gonna be cool. You're gonna be all right. Right. Obama, eh, not so much so. But you're not gonna end up like the Clintons. Clintons, you know what? You guys might end up getting a death penalty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There was some kind of business machine at the, uh, you know, I've been working with my son, you know, on a, uh, a commercial job with him. First big one he's ever had. So we're at this business machine. I said, Dave, come here and take a look at this. I don't believe this. It was some kind of machine. I think it was some kind of a copy machine. I didn't know. And you know what it had written on there and a little on uh, a little thing like it was to be copied or something. What? Epstein did not die. Oh, really? <laughs> I said, are you kidding me? He, he, he started on up. And he he's, Dad, i got to take a picture of this. This is unbelievable. I'm posting it on Facebook. I can't believe this. <laughs>
0: so, when, I, when I was in Minneapolis, I went to a, one of those mystery murder dinner theater things.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't know if you've ever done that before. No. Uh, I, have, I had like never done one in my life. And there was a guy there that – Stood up and said that very phrase uh, <laughs> uh, about uh, Epstein not killing himself. Right. And I thought, wow. And this was in Minneapolis, man. This that is uh ideas. this is Hennepin this is Hennepin County, which is it's like Libertard Central. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. I could just I could kind of feel it in the air and um. My gosh. And okay. the, and, and the people, you know. Uh, and he stood up and said that and That's got real cool. quiet.
2: <laughs> you know, it, this thing has taken on a life of its own. It's showing up everywhere, anywhere. All I'll play kind of crazy places. That's why my son had to say, Oh God, I got to take a picture of this one. But you know, it's like, it's taken on its life. Like in world war two, at the end of world war two, um, Uh, a thing started showing up and it was from a cartoon and I can't even remember the details on the cartoon, but it was relatable in a, a very humorous way. But as they would, uh, overrun different nazi compounds kilroy even in the was here <laughs> kilroy was here yep yeah. and it shows the two hands and a big big nose you know sticking over the um the wall yeah <laughs> over a wall or a sign or something but i mean it, it happened in both campaigns it happened in uh, japan as they took over different areas kilroy was here kilroy it just took a life on of its own it was everywhere kilroy was here and he even went on to uh i think korea and it was even in Vietnam sometimes. There was Markings killed where I was here. So, I mean, it's a, um, I would have to refresh in my mind, but there was a, it's based on a cartoon figure and it's somehow relatable to the whole thing. And I can't remember oh, what exactly hey, it was. Jim, I forgot that I,
1: I, I, you weren't here when I, I shared this with the Eric in the audience, but <clears throat> Barbara and I, we often go to, um, Goodwill and places like that. We found a place um, in, over in Sweet Home and uh, over by the lake, and they they sell these. Somebody has is getting rid of all their books. It must have been like an estate sale. Well, somebody bought all of them and they're trying to sell them there. And I picked up some pretty good books there. I picked up a 1932 edition of uh, How Ford Builds Cars, you know, and it had pictures. I mean, it was it's in pristine condition. Anyway. Um, one of the books I picked up there was um, uh, uh, translation of the Peshitta. I don't know if you know what that is, but oh. it's basically the Syriac Bible. That it's it's the Bible that's yeah. used in, in the Eastern Mediterranean and and things like that. And it's um,
0: an Aramaic Bible, basically.
1: Right. Oh, okay. So oh. I was reading our verse, our favorite verse in um, Revelation chapter 10. You know, with time will be no more. Yeah uh-huh. their their rendering of it is the angel spoke and time was suspended
2: <laughs> oh wow
1: Oh nice. my gosh! I always, well, I mean, I that says new, it right there, doesn't yep. it? When I yep. look at a, a Bible that I'm interested in and I've never read before, I go to several verses. I go to first, I go to John chapter one, you know, because if it's, it's going to deny the divinity of
2: Jesus, yeah, yeah. I not
1: want it. Yep. And then yep. uh, I go to Genesis chapter six to see what it says, and then I go to that chapter. Uh, I think it's chapter ten of uh, Revelation and see what it says. And when I read that, I'm like, okay. Oh man, my gosh, thing, that is awesome, man! Yeah, this thing was uh, published, I think, Spendid. back in the 1930s, and I mm-hmm. think I picked it up for um, fifteen dollars, and it's in pristine yeah. condition. Oh my goodness, what a find!
2: I saw, you know, you had an original uh, Flash Gordon with Buster Crabbe. I mean, oh, my yeah. goodness! Oh man, where did you find that? That is awesome! In
1: these stores, they're they're showing yeah. up in all of these Goodwill stores. Now you got to go to Goodwill. <laughs> And, and, and places like it, we, a lot of times we go to a place called, uh, it's a teen challenge store. Um, it used to be teen challenge. Oh, yeah. It's called teen, adult
2: yeah, life, teen challenge. Challenge. Yeah. life yeah. challenge, life challenge,
1: life challenge. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, you know, so they take donations just like the Salvation Army and, and everything mm-hmm. else. And, um, but they take books and stuff like that. And man, I'm telling you, I've found some of the best books I've ever found in those places.
2: Wow. And,
1: uh, yeah. So check them out and you're going to, um, I also found, uh, I don't know, uh, a couple of time travel movies there. Um, I just received in the mail the other day the uh, the Outer Limits time travel series. Uh, from oh, really? Oh, yeah. Barbara and I watched all of them.
2: Oh, wow.
1: And, uh, oh, man, talk about, oh, you are into time travel. Get that. It's, I know you probably <laughs> have it already. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and then there's uh, several movies out there. Um, about uh, going back in time and trying to stop the Kennedy assassination. I got one coming tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow, and it's of uh, uh, somebody did report the Kennedy assassination and what what it would have been like.
2: Oh, I have that one. It's awesome. It is yeah. good. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, um, yeah, it's you know, we were talking about. Uh, you know, your para- the parallel verses we always ta- uh, universes we always talk about, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: how, uh, <clears throat> you know, just calling sick to work one day, maybe you, you would not get in that twisted, fiery wreck of uh, metal that happened on the freeway had you been there, you know. So there, mm-hmm. by making that decision, you've made a decision to live longer because you, you know, you didn't go to work that day. You know, just using that as an example, you know. Um a fictitious example, if my employer is listening, um, and, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's just amazing that, you know, how many possibilities there are. I mean, for every second, every breath that you take, how many possibilities there are that things could go one way or another. And we all always make, well, with the breathing, you can't do anything about, but unless you hold your breath. But, um, you know, just about everything else you do, there are so many different possibilities and outcomes that could happen. You know, and how how God uses just all of them to, in the right sequence, to get you to where He wanted you to go to the, in the first place. Right. It's it's mind-boggling, it really is. You know, several years ago, um, we I, I went with a couple of people. I think, or I might have gone by myself. I, I think it was on myself. I went to San Francisco and uh, I took the train over there and stuff. And I happened to be walking by a TV store when they used to have TV stores like that. And, um for whatever reason, I think it was the Lord's for me to, as a matter of fact, I know it was and I went in and I turned each one to a different channel, then I stood outside and looked, you know, and looked inside and um, and the Lord told me, he says, now look at that one TV you can pretty well make out what's going on there right? Yeah, yeah, I can now try to, try to concentrate on two TVs, and you know, if you go back and forth you, you can do that reasonably well not perfectly then he said three, and that was not possible and, you know, and he said, look at all of them at the same time. Can you distinguish what's going on? And you can't because there was about 15 TVs there, maybe more. And um, and then I heard this voice in my head say, I look at seven billion televisions at the same time. And I know exactly what's going on in each channel. And I went, whoa, that just blew my mind. <laughs> you know? Nice. Yeah. So and a matter of fact, it made my mind shut off because i couldn't fathom it you know um it came back on thank god but um by i'm talking with you and uh but yeah it was just things like that you know And, and just you know what was it um you know having dogs you gotta let them outside every day and when a dog goes outside that is like that is like his freedom or her freedom you know and it's like you know, you've given them the best of everything in the world, and they get to go outside. And um, I mean, if they're an inside dog. And um, and I walked outside one day, and I'm like, wow, you know, this is what's really weird about this. is I, You know, I'm outside, and I understand why the dogs are happy, but I'm still stuck in this body, you know. And mm-hmm. I cannot comprehend what outside is like you know, like the dogs consider outside. I can't comprehend what outside really is until the day that I get to go to be with Jesus. Yeah. Cause that will be me getting to go outside.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: You know, and it's, it's, it's neat that you and I, and, and, and Eric, you're, you're younger, but you still, you, you possess the same characteristic. You can imagine things. We can imagine things like that, you know? Um, we haven't lost our imagination to video games and television and all that stuff. We can, we can sit and muse and and ponder and think about things and what the results will be if we do this and that. (coughs) And, and, um, you know, what would it be like if this happened or that happened, you know? And
0: I I would say that, you know, I would say, you know, for me, I'm, I'm 40 now. I was right on that tip of the age where, uh, Critical thinking was still uh, taught, right? Even, even from an mm-hmm. education standpoint, um, mm-hmm. but right after me, it was done and gone. So,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a shame too, you know, because so much can be it taken is. from it. You know, it's, I don't know, I can't imagine it would be like not having an imagination, you know, not being able to uh, to deduce what. What could happen, or will happen, or might happen, or you know, or run several scenarios through your head at the same time to try to figure out different things, you know. And um,
2: I don't know. I think if I had no imagination, I'd be half gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Just, you know. Yeah. Oh, I gotta, I gotta tell you guys something in case you want to pass it on to you. Now, I'm not going to be able to continue this. Uh, I I don't like it in a way. I felt like I kind of was scammed, yeah. but it's it's a good scam. I mean, this is called the Epoch Times. It was presented the idea that hey, for a dollar, uh, for one dollar you can uh get this email thing that has got to do with um. Well, it's kind of like interdirectedly related to uh, Q QAnon and. Uh, Some of the news you don't hear anywhere else, based on Q. Um, So it's it's a promise that um, for a dollar you can get this. uh, What do they call that? The uh, Spygate poster. I wanted that poster. Man, this is um, the Spygate poster shows all of the officials under the Obama administration that's been put into most critical parts of our. Um, infrastructure in the United States, really, and it shows who the, you know their names, where they're at now currently what where they are where they were placed and where they're at currently, so you have a, like a whole poster of everything now the problem is that what started out to be just a dollar uh, a month ends up being actually sixteen dollars and ninety cents a month but with, <laughs> oh. but, but with that, you get their newspaper delivered to your home, you get an email. Version ahead of time to look, but you get a hard copy newspaper, a literal newspaper, based all on things that you're not going to get anywhere else. Huh. It's probably a good deal. I'm on a fixed income; I can't afford 16.90 a month. I can do it for one month because that's all it takes. I, at one month, I can cancel, but I'll still get my Spygate poster and. Uh, uh, the Tradition Magazine will just continue, but I'll get my Spygate poster. I want that poster. I'm going to put it somewhere in the museum, not in an area that probably is going to be – um probably in my office, I think, is where I'm going to put it. It's, it may not be part of the presentation. I'll have to pray about that yet to see how far I'm going to go on that. But I definitely want it there so that I can see it. It's going to be worth my time having it. And I think anybody that really wants to know – um you know who these people are, where they are, to help you determine what, who you want to communicate with and who you might not want to communicate with. Uh, I think it's just a nice thing to have. So I'm doing it, but um, I can send you guys um, the link if you wanted to get it for yourselves. Sure. Yeah. You bet. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. And I am going to do this immediately. Good deal. I'll send it to you guys right. Okay. Okay, hey, right, get yeah. big. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, here we go. Yeah, now I can do it. Okay, now. Okay. Okay, I'm trying to find out. Okay, uh, no, no, that's not it either. Okay, where do I get it? Right here? I'm looking for the screen thing. Where do I get for
1: the audience that's listening, Jim is of the age where he's just past the uh, age where you know how to do things with computers.
2: <laughs> well, here I make yeah, it. maybe
0: you should save this for after the show, Jim.
2: <laughs> yeah, because it's not happening right now, that's for sure. Open. Aha, I got you now.
1: And opposing the, the matrix is ended because we all got a virus. Um, no, just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh,
0: there it goes.
1: Yeah. Okay. There it is. Got All it. Right.
2: Thank it you, brother. Be, it says my name on here. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Anyways, hope you'll find it from that. We'll there find out. Know. But yeah, I think it's worthwhile.
1: Yeah. Sounds like it. Man. Oh man. Man. Where'd the time go?
0: I was just going to mention the. uh, uh, you guys know who Rick Perry is?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, he's calling. Uh, this is actually dated today. Uh, he's calling Trump the chosen one, sent by God to do oh, great good. things.
2: Oh good golly! Wow. Yeah, Rick Perry. Though I don't know. I know people who yeah. told me about I think, Perry. I think he's.
0: I think he's part of Dominionism, isn't he? Yeah, he's an NAR person. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but he yeah. kind of seems to blow every which way with the wind too. So that I mean, you know, the Dominion thing. You know, he's. The process and procedure, I get it, and it makes sense. But the 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 premise and the ending, those guys are whack, man. They are whack. Yeah. Somebody so. was
1: promoting uh, Rick Joyner the other day. And oh, Rick God. Joyner, all he was doing was talking about current events, which you and I and most people that I try to keep informed know about. But he was broadcasting it like it was a prophecy that he was giving out to people. mmm and the person that posted it is
2: thank you nice. captain obvious <laughs> yeah.
1: the person yeah. that posted it is is a nice person um uh, a young a young believer but quite naive when it comes to things you know and it, and it, and it, they scratch the surface basically of the of the uh spiritual Christian realm but um basically they they are they do what they're told <laughs> um so they're you know the, what the communists used to call those those kind of people. I can't remember, and if I did, I'd, it probably wouldn't be nice to say on on the air. But anyway, um, so I you know I just I just posted on there. This this guy is a knight of Malta, which makes him a mason, no matter mm. how much he denies yeah. that he's a mason. Yeah. Yeah. And and he may, if he's a mason he's opposed to Christianity, and which makes him a false prophet. And. Uh, I think he was one of them that I know he was one of them that was endorsing Ted Cruz because Ted Cruz was going to fulfill the white horse prophecies of Mormonism. Now, why is a Christian prophet endorsing a Mormon prophecy? You know? People got to look at things like this. You know? You, first of all, Mormonism is a cult. It is a, it is an extraterrestrial cult. Yeah. Um, and their, their, their premise is, is totally bogus. If you look at what they actually believe, you would you know, you would you would run away from them every time you see them. But um, to endorse one of their prophecies, which has got to be a false prophecy, uh, to to try to get bona fide Christians to believe that this prophecy is true and to get uh, a man elected that obviously wasn't meant to be elected and um, that's criminal I'm sorry in in God's kingdom that's criminal, and that should be exposed and it should be um um fought against tooth and nail you know we for 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 millennial millennials now or <laughs> let's try again for millennium now you know people have been letting people like this get away with stuff like that, and it needs to be exposed it needs to be called out for what it is. It's it's false prophecy. It's an abomination. And God's have nothing to do with abominable things. So, um, folks, if you see stuff like that, you know, don't hate the person that does it. Pray for them, of course, but also expose the wicked deeds of darkness. We're, we're told to do that. And um, anyway, I don't know how I go off on that tangent, but, you know, I just get tired of people, you know, just posting things because they sound good or they make them feel good, there's a guy on um on Facebook he's an n a r guy they they think he's a prophet and um Garris elkins and um that guy could see a fly on the wall and get a uh get a, a prophetic word for somebody about it you know um every little situation that happens to him in life he's got a word for people, and it's always for everybody you know. It's never like there are some of you out there who are walking through this. It's always you are walking through this now, and this is what God wants you to know. Well, I'm sorry, you know, God wants some people to know that word, I'm sure, but not everybody. It's not an all inclusive word for everybody, and I don't know. It just it just bugs the heck out of me, and they don't even get me started on Elijah's list, um, but. You know, we have to, in this day and age, you know, because we're living in a day and age when Jesus talked about, if you hear them out in the, saying he's out in the desert, or if you hear them say, you know, he's in the secret places, don't go. He said, don't go there. You know, but man, I'm telling you, that's that's all you do is see, you see people, oh, wow, this guy's a prophet. You got to listen to him. He's great. He's great. It's like, no, 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 no. The Jeremiah ran into that all the time. You know, he, uh. He would have a word from the Lord. It'd be him and Baruch. You know, Baruch was his scribe, <clears throat> and they would walk to the different. He would walk to the king and to the priests and stuff, give him a word from the Lord, and there'd be 15 other guys that were given a, the exact opposite of Jeremiah's message, and they believed those people because they were speaking to people with itching ears. You know, Jeremiah's like, oh, you know, just give up to the Babylonians. They'll treat you good. You know, everybody. No, no, no. You got to fight them. You got to fight them. And because of that, thousands, if not tens of thousands, of people died when the Babylonians took Jerusalem. You know, so we got to be really careful. If a, if a, in my estimation, if a person is a has a prophetic calling and they're popular, I I start looking at them really careful. You know, um, mm-hmm. picking apart what they say because, you know, usually when the Lord gives a word. It's not taken by a lot of people. It's it's taken by a select few that the Lord wants to hear it. And other people, um, I, I should say, uh, let me back up. Um, if a person becomes popular like that, a lot of times it is rejected by a few and accepted by many. And um, we just got to be careful who we listen to and what we listen to. And I don't want... I don't want another heaven's gate. I don't want another Jonestown because people are ignorant and they don't know what to do.
2: I don't know what else to say. It's a control manipulation uh, thing, you know, and it's, it's like a true, and and it could be just immaturity. Yeah. Immaturity on his part. You know, I mean, the gifts are given freely. So (laughs) it's how you say what you say. And when you start directing False prophecy and false prophecy saying, hey, this is something you need to listen to. But why? Why am Why am I to need to listen to it? Do I need to listen to it because it's real? Do I need to listen to it because I can understand what the enemy is up to? Why am I listening to it? Sometimes I don't think they clarify. Maybe they don't mean it. I'm really giving a lot of latitude here. You know, mm-hmm. uh, more mm-hmm. maybe. Than, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. But the thing is that I realize that, OK, they might actually be. Members of my family, I have to treat them like family, but I don't have to accept what they're saying either. They need to clarify themselves. It's time to get out of diapers. If you're going to say, you know, I'm in this capacity, you're going to be held accountable for how many, who you're leading and where you're leading them to. So you're going to get into all these absolutes. God doesn't, I agree with you. God doesn't, God doesn't work that way. He will individually work with everybody. You just spit it out. Don't try to control who needs to hear it, who need doesn't need to hear it. And if everybody needs to hear it, then you can say that, but let it go. Let it go with that, and then let God diversify how they need to hear it, why they need it. Don't don't start giving them instructions on how, and why, and, and all this stuff. It's like you're a control freak, man. You're not. That's not what you're supposed to do. Right. You have confidence that God is going to individualize it. But see that that's another indicator that people that can't have that kind of grace. Don't have the maturity to have that confidence in the Lord to know that the Lord can back up his own thing. You're just you speak out the word. Don't start interpreting it. It's not your job to interpret. Just speak it out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but who has that confidence One that has an intimate relationship with the Lord? The people that don't, they got to sell it to you. Right. And some of it's even taught bad doctrine i mean if you don't their blood is on your hands. ain't nobody's blood on my hands i didn't die on no cross or anybody
0: uh-huh. uh-huh
2: i'm just a mouthpiece speaking out right but you know people don't and so that's where i think especially new christians naive christian i mean you're you're a little bit naive but you got to be careful with what you post and how you post it right um man otherwise we're going to be going on every wind of doctrine i mean And that's not a good thing to do. And like you said, most people that are going to talk to absolutes like that, they may have followers. But those that really speak from the Lord, they don't have that many followers. They're not really all that popular because they're saying stuff that the devil, uh, the God of this world, the devil, doesn't want others to hear. Right. Right. So... Yeah, yeah just... especially at especially at these times, man. I mean, it, you know, it's like nothing in the rearview mirror is what it looks like, and it's a lot closer than you think it is. And this is what we got to kind of keep in our own minds. We're at the end of the end, man. Yeah, there's deception everywhere.
1: Well, I'll give you a, for instance. You know, we we've got a an acquaintance, my wife and I do, actually a family member, um, but. Um, one day, you know, they were really oh um, what is it the uh, Rick Warren. Yeah, Rick Warren this, Rick Warren that, and I so I, I posed a question, you know, and I said I said, There's some people that are saying that this guy is trying to, to meld Christianity with Islam. I said, Have have you heard anything like that? I'm just curious, you know? And oh my goodness. I you know, it's like I it's like I threw a stone and mortars got launched at me. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's like, well, and, and basically the summation of the whole discussion or the lecture, I should say, because I didn't get to discuss anything, was that, hey, our pastor said that he's okay. And if our pastor endorses him, then he's got to be okay. And I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> you drank the Kool-Aid and you downed the blue pill with it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Exactly. And, the uh,
2: sheep follow the shepherd. That ain't the shepherd. The shepherd is Jesus. You know, your so pastor can... could be wrong. Oh, yeah, I know. It's, oof.
0: Yeah. It's like,
2: man, oh, man. Here's this blue pill
1: and drink it down with this Kool-Aid.
2: <laughs> yeah, wash it down with this Kool-Aid. Oh, my goodness. It was terrible. And don't it's eat like... the romaine lettuce. <laughs> At least not for, like, next month, maybe. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I right. have been getting sick when I've been eating. Yeah. And I just realized where does romaine lettuce come from that I got in my refrigerator that I've been eating every daggone day? Probably getting Mexico? sick. Yeah.
1: Were they Oops. use human feces for fertilizer?
2: No, no. There's a huge contamination. I don't know if you saw that on the news or not. There's a huge contamination right now on romaine lettuce. And they're saying if you don't know where it came from, throw it out. Huh. Because it's it's all there is a huge contamination right now of uh romaine lettuce really? that's already been distributed. Yeah. You didn't know that? Oh yeah. No. Check it out. Uh uh-uh. uh-uh. And so here I've been getting sick in it and uh I'm realizing, uh duh. So I'm throwing my lettuce out. I love romaine lettuce. i but i you want to get sick every day like you've been getting sick, dummy? I mean, some people are dying from this stuff. It's how bad it is. With me, it's I don't know. I'm probably more like a cockroach. I I think little doses have made me, you know, tolerant. (laughs) Definitely,
1: (laughs) definitely. Right. Not that you're a cockroach, but you become tolerant to this stuff. Yeah,
2: become tolerant. I mean, well, I mean, even with um, my goodness, in all of the industry that I've worked in, and all of the things that I have been um, come in contact with. It is just incredible that I'm still even alive. I mean, God's protection is, has been phenomenal. I mean, I sat in open pits of xylene. I don't know if you know what xylene is. Yeah. You know, when I was a uh, maintenance welder and repair, they used to use xylene as a cutting uh, agent. And here I am laying in this stuff while I'm working on a line uh repairing equipment. Mm-hmm. Um I was power washing. What I thought was mud off of these augers after they had done some deep drilling. And the stuff was benzene.
0: The oh, stuff oh was getting
2: in my mouth. Oh, I go, spit it out. I mean, how am I still alive?
0: Yeah. What how are you God? still alive?
2: I, God's grace and mercy, I guess. He says, yes. oh, you know, I'm telling you, it's, and, and there's been so many other places that I've been, you know, come in contact with stuff before OSHA was ever anything that existed. Yes. Cause I did actually weld in shops before we had OSHA. You talk about some crazy working conditions. Yeah. I mean, I just, know. man, with fumes that were highly toxic, you know, and.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know. Believe me. I, I've
2: been there. Like, yeah, you know, what didn't kill me made me stronger. I guess I, you know, but I mean, it's only by the grace of God. My gosh. I mean, yeah, you know, but some of this could be residuals of why I'm having such, so many health issues. But yeah, then maybe. again, I've wondered that
1: myself. Yeah.
2: But the thing is that, that I have promises yeah. from God and I can rest on that. And um, even, you know, this, all oh, the biggest thing on this SPD oil stuff anymore. Oh my gosh. I, I, well, Michigan is a totally legal marijuana oh, now. CBD. You can CBD. yeah, mm-hmm. CBD, oh, What did I say?
1: SPD. Yes, I right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh, I'm dyslexic. Somehow, I mean, because I'm a left hander, I don't know. Good golly! <laughs> Which
1: brings me to the Mad Magazine.
2: But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> right, now that is so cool. You got an original, I see you got a couple of original oldie Mad Magazines too. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I would have kept some of my old ones, man. But
1: you know, Jim, when I was a kid, um, back in the 60s, you know, we used to have a truck that used to come through and it you always knew it was coming because it sounded like a mosquito, big mosquito. And, uh, it would, it would come through our town and up and down every street spraying this big cloud. And it smelled really good because it smelled like, uh, diesel. And I've always liked the smell of diesel. So as kids, we'd get on our bikes and we'd be driving through this cloud and, you know, just having a good old time. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden one day the cloud stopped. It didn't come around anymore. And then we realized that, you know, uh, later on, years years later, I realized that that was DDT. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, so my mother, you know, I told my mother one day, I said, you know, why did, you know, why did you let us do that? You know, and she was, well, we didn't know any better, you know, and I'm like, well, <laughs> you're always questioning why I have all these health problems. and I'm only 60 years old. Well, maybe that had something to do with it, you know?
2: Yeah. But, um, yeah, it could much we be, you know, I mean, there's so much we didn't know about. And unfortunately, powers of be, they did know better many yeah, of them
1: that's right let's yep. cover it up
2: Yep. there was i remember reading a documentary it was a documentary it was uh this one factory i want to say it wasn't in michigan but i think it might have been in chicago i'm not sure um where the women there were working on luminous styles for the war effort during world war ii oh, radium great yes yes and the company knew it because when they died, they tried to say that they were dying of cholera or different other disease like that, but they would bury them in lead uh coffins really? because they, they were yeah because they knew they were glowing with radiation
0: uh-huh man,
2: man, oh so, man, oh, just big cover up
1: yeah, well, so, another one was the Tuskegee experiments back in the early part of the twentieth century. <laughs> Did you hear about those where they uh they would um, actually give uh, African-Americans syphilis to see what they would do, and they would treat some of them, but the majority of them they didn't treat, and they all died.
2: Oh, God Lord.
1: Yeah, you the, ought to read about it sometime. Tuskegee, does
2: that have anything to do with the Tuskegee Airmen? Or It was in the in, same area,
1: yeah. No, same there's no correlation between the two events, right, okay. but, um, you know, it was uh, – it what a travesty, you know, they talk about giving, you know, blankets with uh, cholera to the Indians, you know, well, this is just as bad, if not worse.
2: But well, it's not even sometimes got to anything to do with race. I mean, you know, um, right after World War Two and a lot of experimentations with um, um, we wanted to see what radiation and fallout would do. And they would use active military uh, soldiers that would use be volunteers for experiments. And they were experimenting with them, injecting them with different isotopes, strontium-90, different things like that, just to see what kind of effect it would have on their bodies. Yeah. A bunch of them died. But, hey, they, you know, they signed the waiver, and they were, you know, part of the military, and they could get, you know, short time and get an early out. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. The ultimate. You get early, early out of life, too. Yeah, really. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, so, you know, there are some ruthless powers that be that have always been had no regard for human life, uh, part of the military-industrial complex that, um, what was it, uh, Eisenhower, that tried to warn us about that? Yep,
1: yep, he was the one. Yep. Yep. That's back when presidents had a degree of integrity about them.
2: Well, some of them did, but I think they ended up, you know, on the short list.
1: Yeah, exactly, as exhibited by uh, what happened to Kennedy. Yep. Yep. and that's that's always been my main concern for Trump because he's trying to basically do everything that Kennedy did and undo what the uh, New World Order has done, and uh, it's only by the divine providence of uh, by God Himself that uh, that Trump is still breathing today. I'm I'm convinced of it, and we'll yep. never, probably never know the amount of assassination attempts that have already been made on, against him.
2: You know. Oh my gosh! Yeah.
1: Yep. So. I don't know. God preserves the righteous. So he's still breathing and he's still walking. And it seems like every time that, uh, they fight against him, he pushes back even harder. That's what I love about the guy.
2: Well, yeah. I, him and Netanyahu, when I read yeah. what is going on with him, it's just, it is so hypocritical. It's, it's like, this is not a, this is not a coincidence. These are two main key players that God is going to use. And they right now they're just going through pure hell. Um, on their own completely.
0: Yep. yep.
2: And uh, Epstein, witness protection program. We'll see him again. I think so, Boy, too. he'll be spilling his guts, man. Yep.
0: yep. Y- you think so? You think he's alive?
2: I yep, do think so, yeah. I really yeah. do.
0: Yeah, guards right. don't fall asleep, and
1: cameras don't go off by mistake. Oh, nope. so, <laughs> uh,
2: and, and, and bodies don't get cremated without having any forensic uh, things, like, immediately, you know, unless you're, you know trying to hide the fact that you're not really dead. Right.
1: Yeah, that's
2: right. So, and, you know,
1: as as much as he has done very much evil in this world, I, I, you know, if he's going to try to atone for himself what he did, he'll never be able to do it. But perhaps, you know, before he dies, he'll have an encounter with Jesus. And uh, I know a lot of people out there are going, oh, God could never forgive him for what he's done. Well oh yeah you know what God forgave all of us for what we did and uh like I tell the guys at work sometimes I say you know the difference between you and me is you got caught <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, very true you know because I did some things when I was a teenager before I got saved that uh, I should have gone to jail for a very long time for Uh by the way if anybody's listening the uh statute of limitations has been over for quite a while but um, <laughs> anyway um, you know so and and I, you know, it was funny. We were at a um, went to a, a function our daughter was having at her church, and and it was a bunch of psycho babble. But anyway, one of the questions uh, was, you know, what uh, what do you deserve? And so this woman walked up to us, and you know, and we we just wanted to be left alone because we were by our, you know, our daughter had gone off to do her own thing. and We were off by ourselves, and we just. You know, we just wanted to be left alone. Well, this woman came up, a real Budinsky, you know, and and she says, uh, well, what do you think you deserve? And I says, well, if you want to talk from a biblical point of view, I deserve to die and go to hell. You know, that's what I deserve. But I said, but by the grace of God, that's not going to happen. Well, she looked at me like I was a, a
0: abusive, <laughs> raving
1: maniac. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then I said, we, you know, if you, if you believe in a biblical model of things, you have to agree with me, you know.
2: And, yeah, I don't ever want what I deserve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, yep. She talked for a little while and then went to be back with her friends that all, mm-hmm. you know, that she could uh, more identify with than somebody else about
0: the Club. Bible. Huh? Yeah, the,
1: blue, the Bluefield Club. Yeah, the Blue Hair Club, too.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just- Go back into the matrix, you'll be fine. It's you know, sure. Exactly. Hey fellas, it just
1: turned into one minute past in time. I don't I know if you're that. interested. Yep.
2: I, yeah, I gotta be up early in the morning to go back and do more scraping and shaping. Sanding. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey, I don't you have want to go to go the, the gym need, for a minute. The, the good thing is, though, no, I don't have to go to any cardiological uh, anything for a while. Not the way I've been working. Psh, I'm burning them calories up. All right, good <laughs> for you. Good for yeah.
0: you.
1: Just make sure you're around for next Monday's show, okay? Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Yes.
2: I'm not going. Anywhere.
0: No.
1: Yeah,
2: mm, not quite. Okay. What are we doing next Monday? You know? Uh,
1: not off the hands. Not not off right off hand. No. Um
2: were you ever able to get a hold of um,
1: not yet no. doesn't always answer his email right away mm. Um. I'll try again so I don't know he's getting up there in years so maybe he's toning it down a little bit or something so
2: I hope not but,
1: uh, I still get his newsletter so that's all that matters But um,
2: I need to start I need to get hooked up so I can get his newsletter
1: yeah it's really easy just Right to his website, and um, that's one of the first things that he offers.
2: Yeah. So. Okay. Cool.
1: And uh, okay, guys. Well, it's been a really fun time at being with you guys, as it always is. Uh, fun talking about the Lord and about the things of this this world is, and how the Bible is um, is is reproving some things and proving other things and. Uh, God's word never comes back void and um, that uh, the one that really has things in the control is is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The other guy's an imposter and he's a loser. And uh, I got a feeling that either in our lifetime or pretty soon afterwards, he's going to prove that the other guy's a loser. And uh,
2: and uh, well, we'll go from there. um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Amen yeah we won't have time and time was suspended oh i i still have, that's man try to get a copy to get that. of that yeah, yeah. i wanna i want to yeah it's good i deal. like that definitely
1: okay, all right guys okay audience you have a good week and we'll talk to you next or see you next uh next monday, monday. all you folks all
0: right all right god all right. bless god bless, god bless y'all